party people welcome back to the sports bar with g hey wiley um we just played three's company for all you youngins out there for all those <laughs> millennial generations that have no clue do you know that like two of the two at least two of those characters on there are dead it is an older show so, yeah i mean it's not as surprising it's sad yeah but it's it was, not i know john ritter's dead yeah so john ritter's dead and so um alive. yes but um, the one that played Mr. Cleaver or Mr. Roper, Mr. Roper yeah. is dead. Uh, yeah, because he and he was old from the oh, beginning. John, but John like, not. yeah, 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 yes. yeah. But but at the same time, it's still really sad because like obviously sad. with Ritter, like John it was Hodge, a tra- by the way perfected the look into the camera um, after he Ooh, said a yeah. joke, which really was ahead of its time. Yeah, like, that became like a staple of other comedies, like The Office, looking at the camera like yeah. after you. So right. Breaking uh, the third wall kind of God thing. God bless right. Don yeah. Hodge. But that uh, is my um, favorite. It was, I, for whatever reason, when I was younger, I would watch that show, not realizing the sexual innuendo until yeah. years later. Yeah. <laughs> I watched it as a kid on Nick at Night. And then I just was laughing. Nick at Night. Well, okay. <laughs> at least yeah. it's at night. <laughs> at least it was uh, Nick at Night. Yeah. Um, well, that song actually introduces my next two guests. Uh, trying to sorry to cut you guys off on that because that was amazing because that's exactly what this exactly. podcast you know podcasting is about in general. Um, but our first timer, Miss Badass Biznatch, um, on the sports <laughs> bar, host of the LA Kings and the Premier Lacrosse League, Miss Kayla. I don't want to butcher your yeah, last. Thank you. Okay, so right. you were right and I was wrong. I thought it was near him. You have to it pronounce the K. K. Yes. She, yeah. she thought it was like a soft K. Like yeah. Not, yeah. She yeah. pronounced the K. Pronounce the okay. K. Okay. 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 Yeah. Oh, remember when we said this? We were like, you, oh, I bet you're going to be the first three-time comeback yeah, person so to be on the pod. Big, I really do. She <laughs> does give me an award. I do. Is this, nice your, is this your, is your award? Yeah. We're, we're drinking um, Arash's favorite wine, uh, Keenan, which, by the way, this might be going out of business soon what? because of COVID. Yeah, so enjoy yeah, it while you can. Like I know. Yeah. So. I mean, 2020, just come on. Well, it's just, it yes, yes. I say fuck 2020. That's what I'm cheersing to. Exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, that would be the two introductions well, that we have on the podcast. Say, okay, so, you know, obviously two females and one male were in line. Yes. And I said, this is 213's company. So I'm going to let you explain this because you actually came, yeah, you actually came up with this idea and the, the intro. So I'm just going to let you do it. Well, I thought I, I just did it. It was two females and a male, and I allowed three's company. We're in Los Angeles, two one three, two one three's company. It's it's such a dad joke. I'm not that old. I I just turned forty, but that is sort of like a two one three's company. But you know, listen. Depending on how we do with the, this podcast, I feel like this could take. This off. could be something. Yeah, this no. could be a hit. This might have to be limited run um, episode. <laughs> 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 Everybody, everybody, watch out this, for this possible new podcast yeah, uh, c- coming out. Actually, it'd be a lot of fun. I, I cried, I cried the other day. No, I mean, it was, I mean that, 
when was that? Because he was so young when he it was two thousand. I mean, but wait, he was young. Wait, it was two thousand four, three or four. I mean, because I, mean, how I old were you? <laughs> I was in high school, but he was on Eight Simple Rules for Dating My Teenage. That's oh, that's right. Yeah. And it was huge. At the All time right. Yeah. And I was obsessed with it because the father daughter relationship was a lot like um, yeah. my dad and me. So. Yeah. We, we watched it every what, yeah. Tuesday night it was on or whatever. Speaking of Three's Company or 213's Company, we are doing, uh, we, are, we are recording from a bar, not the Regal Beagle. But not the Regal Beagle. For the purposes of this podcast, we're yes. going to call it the Regal Beagle. Yes, okay. yes, okay. yes. So we're technically, it, again, like Arash said, it is not the Regal Beagle. We are um, recording where we all of us met. Well, technically not you and I. We but, met across the street. Yeah, we, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but... <laughs> But we re we remet here. Right. I guess would be a better way of saying it, right? Um, and we actually yes, Arash did bring us all together. Yeah, yeah. you're you're really good at that. that. Really, really good. Yeah. Um, and by the way, John Ritter died in two thousand three. So wow. how how quintessential is this for all those that know their history that are too young to remember this event? September eleventh, wow. two thousand three. How freaky is wow. that? Yeah. My mom actually did cry when John Ritter died. Oh. She, like he's one of her favorite actors. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. He's such a sweet spirit. Mm. Yeah. I always loved all. Like way just talk about the people that d- died way too young. He is definitely on that top yeah. list. You know, like obviously um, there's there's so there's so many people. What <laughs> you're giving me a look? I Kayla's know. giving me a look or giving us a look. Because I don't know why I remember that. But that's wow. something that could also be. I was actually going to like gasp, but then I'm like, I, I don't want to bring down the podcast. <laughs> it's interesting. Yeah. We all don't want to, I guess that's we don't want to be negative Nazis. Yeah. No. I just, I really you have a good memory. I know everything about nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. You're going to be my new drunk Jeopardy partner then. <laughs> you're officially on my team. Deal. Done. Done. Perfect. Um, okay. Well, that was my roundabout way of, I guess, introducing you guys into the podcast, which was a great uh, roundabout way. Um, but again, on this podcast, like we always do on the sports bar, as Arash turns his phone turns his phone off. No, just kidding. I'm I could care I'm less. A professional broadcaster. <laughs> <laughs> He's a busy man. He you know? You know what I was actually thinking? I was thinking that you were um, having like a woge moment, or like having like yeah. something like that, where you're constantly on the phone, but you're like news on a Thursday that you're going to be hearing about on a Tuesday. I'm just <laughs> Oh my god, that'd be I'm not gonna lie, that'd be amazing if you actually broke news on the on this podcast exactly. in the middle of it. That'd be that'd be incredible. Um <laughs> that's okay. That's why I'm here. That's why I'm here. Um speaking of keeping us on track, let's do that hockey. Um we're gonna turn um this conversation around. Let's do that hockey. So for all those that live under a rock, Stanley Cup playoffs are going on and it's been really exciting. Like reach it five a, a five overtime game. There's been just people coming back from three go, being down three to one um specifically like i don't know if you watched the last game last night with uh with montreal coming back because they were down three to one yes I, against philly i did not watch it but i did see it okay um i mean I was about to say sports center is just as good to be honest with you to re- like that's why I think everybody loves sports center for obvious reasons like it's an amazing way to recap your night and just be like oh this is actually what happened so I could I think it's great um uh, yeah, I had a beach night with friends nice 
Oh my god, okay, by the way, we're, no, we're, getting, we're not going to totally get off track, but I totally watched it, and what do you think? I'm going to totally take us out of the podcast, but what do you think? Um, I mean, I can talk about Bravo all night long. Okay, no, 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 so, 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 so Denise or Brandy? I'm, I think I believe Brandy. Oh my, okay, so do I, so okay, do I. Denise is totally trying to just backtrack, and I think she's terrified of her husband. I think that marriage is weird. Yeah, that marriage is very odd, especially she, when he says that she's like they're being followed, and I'm she like, was so cool and fun last season, and this season, very she's open. The lady. She's yeah. just completely like, it's like, okay, Denise, are you aware of the work you've done in the past and the people you've been married to? Like, why are you all of a sudden pretending to be some saint? Like, do you what? Do you uh, follow any of like the trolls on Twitter for her? So there was a, um, and this is a fact, she was with a, her ex-best friend's husband. Jack has checked out. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Tipper is, is on his phone. He's I'm like. That's good. Don't fake it until you make it. Right. Like just, you know. Um, so, but this is my, this is my last question. And we'll go back to sports. We'll go back to hockey because um, obviously that's why we're here. But um yeah. <laughs> but quick question for you the um or on on twitter not a question on twitter they basically said hey um a she married charlie sheen let's get real b she um was with her ex-best friend's husband on a beach doing cocaine in the middle and there's a picture when was this this was yesterday the yesterday on twitter no 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 oh no 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 that it came out um but it was 20 years ago it was 20 years ago. Um, I'll, I'll actually look on Twitter and find out. But it was it was on Twitter yesterday. And people were leaving. People were just sitting there going like, destroying her. And But then, uh, then there were maybe like one or two fans that were just like, no, no. Like, you got to give her the benefit of the doubt. Like, you know, she may have changed her ways since then. It was 20 years ago, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, honey, that zebra ain't changing them stripes. Like, she obviously was a party girl when she wow. met him. And then, yeah, for sure. <laughs> And she obviously enjoyed – oh, and then I finally convinced Clark, my roommate, um, who's been on this podcast, I co- finally convinced him. I was like, every single housewife has receipts. So every single they – sure They have texts. They have emails. They have every single possible, like, piece yes. of proof in order for them to come back and be like, oh, you you said this didn't happen? Really? Here are my receipts. This like, is going to be fire. Oh, dude, I can't wait. I, heard, I already heard it was crazy. There's nothing I love more than Andy Cohen at a housewife's reunion. Dude, I feel so bad for Nothing that man. I feel so bad for that man, by yeah. the way. Wait, St. Louis connection, right? Yes. If anyone knows right? how to hook us yeah. up, that'd be great. I would love to get in touch with Andy Cohen <laughs> because that. we're St. Louis peeps. That's right. Hmm? I think is, there, is there like a connection when you see someone like from St. Louis? I mean, it's a big city. Like, let's not act like it's like a little city. But like, if you meet someone from St. Louis, is it like, oh, um, the I Lou. think you can attest to this. I know, Every I time we're out together, I meet someone that from is Missouri red. or it's St. Very Louis. True. I don't know why. Really? Or a Chiefs fan or something. Yes. Yeah. Okay. The, the Chiefs fan thing, I can get that. But no, but it, it is someone from like St. Louis and it's like, where are you from? And it's like, not St. Louis. Like what suburb right, right. outside of St. Louis has ever heard of? They're my people. You know, yeah. Exactly. So it's interesting. Uh, well, it's kind of the same thing. Like there's a lot of people from Michigan here. There's a lot of people. Like, a lot of Midwest people. Yeah. A lot of people from the Midwest. A lot of people from Chicago. Like there's you tons. Have you ever had toasted ravioli or as oh. they call it in St. Louis, T-Ravs. I have had T-Ravs, but not in St. Louis when I was there, unfortunately. Uh, I didn't have them. As long as you've had them, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that they were the same as what you're probably ooing about. 
That's how Rush and I actually met. Well, yeah. Well, oh, I, was I think so? Slay is from St. Louis. Okay. Yes, David Slay, we Chef love Slay. Him. Yes. So he on his menu, uh, it was on the happy hour menu, but it's not on the actual menu. menu? Like if you just say. So yeah, this is basically just a Slay Italian. Slay Italian. So oh, so now it's at Slay Italia yeah. instead. But you put it on your story back in December, and yeah. I was like, where did you get these? That's I right. have to have them. Right. I have not found tons of raviolis in. And Los so we Angeles. had a we had a fun night with uh, red wine and. T Ravs. Now, listen. The red wine would be applied, by the way, but go on. But if you're not from St. Louis, like, it doesn't sound cool to say T Ravs. I have to be honest. Really? I don't. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of sounds like a hipstery, douchey thing that you would say. I didn't want to say that, but that's so. But listen, if you're from St. Louis, like, that's the way you say it. Right. If you're from. If I was just. I don't think I would say. Hey, like, last night I had some really great T Ravs. T Ravs. She'd be like, who are you and what have you done? No, I mean, like. Either? I don't think so. No, no. just raviolis. Just no, 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 no T Ravs. No, just the generic okay. T. Well, we okay, I, I, I have let this go on a little bit longer than I thought going on with my T Ravs. Um, so yes, let's go. Going back to hockey. <laughs> going back to hockey. Holy Jemima, we went from T Ravs to hockey, um, or hockey to T Ravs. <laughs> um. But yeah, I mean, like we, we can we can talk about the Blues, aren't you guys? Uh, yes. So yeah. if the Kings obviously are not in the running, then this I is am, who you're rooting for. <laughs> for the Blues, followed by Tampa Bay Lightning, because my one of my good friends from St. Louis, Francesca, and one of my good friends, Pat Maroon, plays for the Lightning. They're nice. Engaged, and so Aww. he actually won with the Blues last year. So oh, nice. It'd be cool to see them get one. But yeah, first and foremost, I am STL all the way. Okay, well, I want to say let's go back to um, to Tampa, but I believe that they they won they won they won yesterday. Yes, they're on to the yeah they won yesterday, uh, four to one. Yep, yep. Um, I do, however, remember watching that game because it was pretty neck and neck, and then it went into overtime. I believe. Am I wrong? I think I'm wrong. Gia's passion for hockey is totally with her. Uh, what? <laughs> What money she has, I think she's that's just, true. That's very true. Bets on hockey more than G. I would beg to differ. Yeah, there's two really? one. Yeah. Now two one is like I know that's like a like a g- generic score, but like that's a tough hockey. Wait, can you tell me? hockey? I cannot get into hockey game. <laughs> oh my god, it's the best. Okay, fine. <laughs> Are you a Kings fan? No. Oh, who's your team? I am not a Kings fan. I am a. This is see. This is what happens. This is what happens when you invite journalists onto your podcast. Um, they ask you questions for days. Um, so I actually am a New York. <laughs> I have all of the questions. Um, so I am a New York Rangers fan, and I have a reason why. Um, as I sip my wine. Hey, drink away. So, I used to live in New York, and when I was growing up here, um, in LA, in Manhattan Beach, uh, hockey wasn't really a thing, even with the great one being right. here. Um, as I was growing up, and he, uh, I started dating somebody that played hockey, uh, played hockey in college, and he just got me really massively interested because hockey was on all the time during the winter. So we were just, we would sit there and watch hockey. And it was in 2005 when I lived in New York. And this is when the Olympics were going on, the winter Olympics were going on, which if you're here, nobody cares. But if you're, <laughs> let's get, let's get real. Like people that are from LA, like yeah. we don't entirely care about winter sports no. um, unless it's basketball. And I think that's pretty much it. Or unless like the Kings are actually winning. That's when people True. will stand yes. up and notice. Um, but obviously on the East Coast and the Midwest, 
everybody watches it. I'm watching losing. I'm wa- I'm watching every possible winter sport out there. So, you know, we get into hockey and we get into the, just the regular season. He's like, you know, why don't you become a, a Rangers fan? I'm like, sure. Why not? I'm like, whatever. I'm like, I don't even care about hockey. So sure. They can be my team. The relationship didn't last, but like all of his teams lasted. So I actually, I actually am a New York Giants fan because and there's reason for that because we didn't have a team for over 20 years in LA so you know I didn't really yeah yes enjoy enjoy I I hope you enjoyed that for the time this short lived time that you had or the long lived time I guess that you had 21 years born and raised fan so yeah didn't really yeah I feel bad for the people of St. Louis that's another story I mean, you guys, you guys also still have your dynasty in your baseball team, so. And I and I do feel bad for the people of St. Louis, but I will say this, and I was so so in the minority in this because I was from Los Angeles. I'm like, if after 21 years the Oklahoma City Thunder moved back to to Seattle and became the Seattle Sonics, oh, you're you're again. That's a great yeah. That's a great question. But I'm just saying, (laughs) they took them from us. They were in Los Angeles for 50 years. Now, St. Louis had them because Georgia Frontieri stole them from us. I don't – listen, I love St. Louis. I love the T-Ravs. Ah. <laughs> I love Kayla. I love Chef Slay. But, like, I don't feel bad. It is – the Rams are back to where they should be. You know, and then here's a, one other thing it's people say. It's the way in which they went out. You're also really speaking – They didn't leave in a good way. way. No. And they didn't – but you're also speaking from a fan. He's not a popular man. I agree with no. Oh, I'm sure he's not. He's still not a. He's still not a popular guy here. Well, nobody knows but... him here, so you know. I'm saying, like, he's he's one of those. I have a good story, but I maybe should say to the. Yeah, no, no, no. Save, save it for later. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, but but you, you're speaking as a fan, though. You're speaking as a fan. You're not speaking from that aspect of like, I am hey, from a Los Angeles sports fan and yeah. also a Los Angeles sports historian to be like, um. They were here for 50 years, and they left not because of really fan support. They left because, listen, St. Louis, now they bamboos. I feel bad for the people in St. Louis. Like, they paid for that brand-new Trans World, whatever it's called, stadium. And if you don't have a football team, they're like – It's now the Edward Jones. Edward Jones. And I've been there probably for 20 years. Exactly. I mean, I don't know what it was called. It's empty. Yeah. There's not a lot that goes on there. Well, wait, we had the XFL for a second. For for a hot second. Um, Well, then COVID. And then COVID happened. Yeah. So. Although The Rock is going to bring back that league. I'm very excited about what oh, The Rock's going to do. Yeah. Um, but listen, I, I guess I feel bad for, like, anyone who loses their team and they win a Super Bowl there. Um, but they were from Los Angeles, and I believe that they're back home. Listen, to, to, to that point. The Chargers were born in Los Angeles. They spent one year in Los Angeles in 1960, and then they spent 51 plus years in San Diego. They they belong in San Diego. I agree. I no, I, I concur with that. No, yeah. We don't need two teams in one don't city. I mean, here here's the thing though: is that like what was two teams, but it's got to be the Raiders and the Rams. Yes. And then in that way, the Raiders would be the number one team, and then the Rams would be kind of like overshadowed. This way, you have two teams, but like the Rams are the number one team, but like. To your point, no one cares about the Chargers. Well, so here, for, for 100%, but first and foremost, I personally think that the Rams should have, like, gone to where they originally were, which wasn't in L.A. It was in Anaheim. Well, they were the Rams... originally in L.A., so they were yes. originally in Los Angeles, and they moved to, to Anaheim. Yes, but that, that's where majority of, like, our generation knows where they were. Yeah, that's... But so they had to build this brand-new stadium, a $5 billion stadium. You're not going to build that by Walt Disney. Like, you're not going to build that by Anaheim. Like, you, you, you had to build that... 
at the Hollywood Park. It's going to be like this new hub of all the sports. It's going to be like the Olympics are going to be there. The World Cup's going to be there. There's going to be all this stuff's going to be there. Um, so I'm just saying, I personally, I personally, as a Los Angelian, I guess you would say, I just don't affiliate them with LA. And th- th- for me, it. that's that's in so my we were in LA from 1946 to 1980. In 1980, which is the year I was born, well, and the year you were born. Yeah, yeah. So, but then they moved to Anaheim, and listen, um, they wanted to make the Coliseum like 21st century. They didn't want suites. They wanted club seats. They were way ahead of their time. Coliseum did not want to do that, but they're like, screw you. Like, well, let's go there. Um, they are the Los Angeles Rams. So they should be in Los Angeles. I, I have no issue with that. I get it, though. Like, if you if you grew up with the St. Louis Rams, like, that's what you remember. Right. I like kind of, like, the history of, like, the Los Angeles Rams. Or, or off-trackness. Yeah. I have a question. Do you think these two teams will survive in L.A. long-term? I think the Rams will. I do not think that the yeah, Chargers so, will. Okay, well, so here's the thing. The Rams will be here for a long time. Yeah. Like, they're not moving. When it comes to the Chargers, people forget about this. They have a sweetheart deal in that stadium. They did not pay for that stadium. They are nope. moving into a $5 billion post-COVID. So let's just move on to post-COVID whenever that glorious day is going to come <laughs> in 2021 or 2022. They are moving into a $5 billion stadium that they did not pay for. So they get all that suites and club seats and club uh, – all of the money that comes with a brand-new stadium. So if you're saying that they don't belong in Los Angeles, you're 100% right. Where could they go that they would get a stadium like that? St. Louis. <laughs> would they build them a stadium like that? Yes, we were right. prepared to build a brand new stadium. The other question, you would, Peacock, the other question, AB, the other question you would have to ask, and I don't think it would be as nice of a stadium, but it could be wrong. I mean, it's going to be right on the river. Love that river. <laughs> the other question is, what do you get? And I think someone smarter than I can quantify this. What do you get? Like, even if you don't have a fan base, and I know that sounds weird, by being in the number two market, what do you get? From a corporate standpoint, from being in Los Angeles, I would say a Los Angeles a Los Angeles franchise is worth more than St. Louis franchise. Yes, because they're a major market. Um, Yeah, the Los Angeles Clippers are more than because you're underestimating Midwest fan bases. You love St. Louis, but I'm just saying the for example. People are saying the Clippers and they will not move there because they're moving into a, a one billion dollar. Yes, we're brand getting new, a brand new. Yeah. We're getting a brand new facility. If the Clippers were to move to St. Louis, people are like that would be their market. That's fine. The Seattle Sonics will never be worth more than a Los Angeles team. Certainly, no, that's a fact. Not the Lakers, but even not that's the a Clippers. fact. The Clippers sold for was it two million? two point one or something like that. Any, yeah. if, they, if they were to sell tomorrow. With what they have, they'd be worth a lot more. Exactly. Yeah. No team in no like NBA team in St. in St. Louis or Seattle or whatever. So. um, Yeah, you're you're definitely generalizing just because it is a larger market, and I totally agree with you on that one. Um, Not a generalization. A top two market, a team in a top two market is going to be worth more than a. And I don't know what market St. Louis is. It's not. It can't be in the top ten. I have no idea. What what is St. Um, Louis? Actually, I should know this. I believe it's in. The top ten. Oh, yeah, okay, but but let's just say, and we can look this up. But a, a team in the number two market, even if they're not like the New York Mets or the Jets or the the Islanders or whatever, are going to be worth more than a team in the number. Uh, she's going to look it up, but like the number nineteen market, it's just 
you know, it might not have as rabid a fan base. And when I say right. rabid fan base, you're basically talking about less than like 100,000 people that make that rabid fan base. So um, I get it. They don't belong here, but it's all financial, all financial. Because here's the thing. If they stayed in St. Louis, Dean Spanos was going to have to pay half of that stadium. Right. He does not have to pay half of that stadium in Los Angeles. Not only does he not have to pay half of it. He doesn't have to pay anything. Yeah. And it's like, it's the nicest stadium in the world right now. So let's see. What's St. Louis? Is it I'm only funny? getting like grocery markets. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Why is this only pulling up markets? Um, Look at like movie well, Yeah. Markets. You might have to, yeah. You might have to specify your shirt search. Um, so before we, um, while you look that up, let's also go back. Um, let's actually go to. Top 23. Uh, so not top 20. Not even the top 10. Yeah. Yeah. Did you re re look at the, uh, the year? Um, okay. So other than the games that are going on, obviously in hockey right now in the Stanley Cup, I'm, I'm switching us over and pulling us back in. Um, what do you guys think about their bubble versus the NBA bubble? I have my thoughts on this, but I I'll let you guys I'd go first. Be in the NBA bubble because, first of all, they're in Florida. In, in Florida <laughs> at Disney World, and it feels like they have a little more like freedom and things to do. Like they can golf, they can fish. They, they're on Disney property. Like, but that's also because, like in Canada and other in every other country, they are a lot more strict on their policies of um, of their COVID protocol. And I so. think I think that I think the NHL is doing it the best. I agree. Far. I agree. Um, it just seems very like structured and clean and yeah. um, safe for everybody involved. When does it go to one bubble? Just for the yeah, like a finals? Do, do we know? Because it, it would have to bubbles, be. Right? Yeah, it is two bubbles. Yeah, because it's in Toronto and it's in. Uh, shoot, where, where where's the other? Uh, Ottawa. Um, Edmonton. Or, right? Edmonton. Yeah. I will um, say this: Orlando, one of my least favorite cities in America. <laughs> Yeah, you can't even leave. You literally can't leave that that campus. I'd be okay with Toronto. I don't know if I'd want to stay in Edmonton. But also, but also, you have to take into consideration these guys can't leave their bubble. So, like, even if they're in Toronto or they're in Edmonton, they can't leave that little small bubble that's been designed for them. So they can't, like, they can't go to the club. They can't do what Lou Williams did and go to the strip club and get so wings. Like, they is different than hockey Twitter. Yes, only because I don't really follow the NHL Twitter as much. So I don't know what they got going on in Toronto. I'm assuming it's not as uh, much fun as Orlando. I have no idea, though. I mean, I, I, I don't know. But um, can I just say that the game, the hockey, the TV production looks amazing. It oh, it's great. It's yeah. Visual, I mean, both leagues have done a good job, but hockey in particular. I have not missed a beat. Like, I've, I've really felt like I've watched a big game. Yeah. yeah. Well, and also, like, they went straight into playoffs. Yeah. We also have to take that into consideration. No, the NBA, like, I will agree with the critics. The NBA needed to pick up the sloppy game. And in hockey, there's no sloppy game. Like, those guys play all out. Later, but the Lakers have not, 
that didn't help them. <laughs> 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 that did not help them one when I owed we are recording this before game two, so if they shoot lights out, don't oh play me. They have been the worst three-point shooting team. That's not even close. Do you think Chuck's right? That Blazers win lose? game one, they're going to I think the Lakers are going to win, but I think it'll go seven. I think they're, they're going to have to really sweat this up, but I think they're going to win seven. Which is, you don't, if you're the number one seed, obviously you would not, you don't, you don't want to go seven games with the number one seed. Because they have a tough... If they're going to win this championship, they got to go through Portland, perhaps Houston, or I think or Houston Thunder. or the Thunder. You're being very <laughs> optimistic. <laughs> then the Clippers, who I kind of thought were like the team to be coming into this thing, and then maybe Milwaukee. We'll, we'll see. But like that is a heck of a stretch. There is no simple series in that. It, it, it could be seven, 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 seven. You know. We'll see. All right, back with the sports bar. We're gonna go flip the switch a little bit actually i guess the flip the switch hasn't really been flipped because we were talking about the nba from the get-go so let's, let's talk let's talk the nba <laughs> we're all over um, the place yeah we're, we're we are all we are everywhere um let's talk nba um i as a clipper fan i'm just gonna bring i'm gonna bring that out there super disappointing game two i think that paul george just was not on one and obviously dallas came back and was like you know what screw you guys like we ain't going home. We're going to go full throttle with this, especially with Brzezinga's getting kicked out for some bullshit that like shouldn't have ever happened, yeah. um, which I completely agree with. Um, I personally don't think that they're antagonistic. I think that like this is unfortunately how the game is played uh, to a certain degree. I think that you know people get in their heads, uh, whether it is – I mean, I'm a Duke fan, so we obviously are going to get <laughs> – so we're obviously going to get into your head, whether it's via signs. I actually was watching while I was doing um, some background check work or whatever on the outline for this um, episode. I was watching a Duke North Carolina game from 2019. There we hey, go. Which the uh, the the 20, uh, 2021, the one that was in February at Cameron. Ah, um, the one that, that we pretty much blew out Carolina. Um, this year, which was so great, especially considering if you remember like those blowout years of Zion, like yeah, you know, out and stuff like that. So, <laughs> it was terrible. Um, so yeah, anyways, I'm team UNC when it comes to uh-huh. I love I love Roy. Yeah, you and the rest of the world's okay. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not a Duke hater like a lot of people. Like, okay. I have nothing against Duke, but when it comes to those two, like right, like, rivalries, those are those are who you, that's I tend to lean pick. more towards UNC. Yes. Yeah, that's what you're gonna pick. Um, but with that said, going back to the NBA, I personally loved um, – I, I do love Luca's game. Oh, my like, God, That yes. kid is going to be a star. Like, I knew it from draft day. I yeah. was like, oh, my gosh, he's going to be amazing. So what did you guys think about the um, game two of the Clipper-Dallas game? Well, I thought that the uh, the Mavericks has totally outplayed them in the first two games. You know, I don't know if they win game one if Porzingis doesn't get tossed. I think that they could. That would make a heck of a thing. The, the the unique thing about this playoffs is like there's no home court, so it's not like the Mavs stole games one and two, and then they're going for two in Dallas. Like it's all the same. So that's the unique thing about this, where like it doesn't matter. I think the Clippers could come back and win three straight, and the you know like gets over in five. So, um, but I do think we are seeing how good the Mavericks are going to be in the future. I just think Luca is going to be. I mean, he. I think he's already, in my view, 
maybe the fifth best player. I mean, he's definitely. I think he's t- top five. But like, if you if you were gonna start a team, he's in that conversation. Of course, Giannis is in that conversation. Luca is in that conversation, and so um, it's an amazing thing. And so. I do love this making for like an interesting playoffs because the Cl- Clippers I thought were the title favorites coming into the bubble, and then if they were to listen, I think if you were to get some game sevens here, hopefully the favorites win just because I think it'd be good for the NBA. But no matter what, if we get some game sevens in the first round, that that would be incredible. Um, so I have another question, but I want you to answer this one first. So, um, what did you think about uh, this game two and? Obviously, like what Dallas has has the forefront. Honestly, I have been a little more locked into Rockets Thunder. That's her. Thunder. (laughs) Thunder. However, when it comes to the West, I wouldn't hate it if the Clippers came out on top. Like I, I, I've lived here twice, and I've only been to two Clippers games. Well, I guess I went to Lakers Thunder last year, but I tend to pull for the Clippers when it comes to the LA team. So I'm, I'm behind you. Okay. <laughs> um, so I guess my next question would be um, the ratings have been miserable. They've been really, really bad, actually. Um, the numbers as far as um, viewership is concerned have been terrible when it comes to the NBA. People would rather watch reality TV. And I'm, ta- I'm not talking like, bro- I'm not talking our brother. <laughs> I'm not talking our Bravo stuff like Bravo, 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 Bravo. Wait, what's um, what's 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 ahead of it? What are some of the examples of the shows that finished so, ahead some of the examples of? Uh, Wait, but we can't go like across the board because some of these games start at ten thirty. No, no, no. Definitely okay. Yeah, I only care about the six p.m. tip because the ten thirty one. What's that going up against? I have no idea. Yeah. Well, also, you have to take into consideration this too: is that those six o'clock games are when those shows are going to be on. Too. I see. So, so you're, you're you're getting no seven thirty tip. Yeah. You know. So yeah. ninety day fiance is pulling higher numbers than a game one of Lakers Portland. I believe wow. it. My roommate has it on all the time. Like, <laughs> I'll, I'll like look over my shoulder to see what's going on. It is addicting. This I, is I, I interesting, yeah. Crazy, but not, not. I'd rather watch the freaking So we're back in terms of the sports calendar right now to like a normal sports calendar where we do have playoff hockey, playoff basketball, baseball, other stuff. We are inundated with sports right now. Right? Yeah. So lacrosse, lacrosse. the we'll PLL. Um, well, I, I don't no, no, no. But, but I was going to say, so it's not like when sports were first coming back and it's like the only thing on – at the moment and like the, the only game in town if you want to watch sports you, you can watch sports i do think some people are are, are tuning into the game saying like if your team is not like in it it's not that exciting to watch them playing in this environment where i do think the acoustics and the environment and just like a packed house it kind of means something i'll give you an example i love pro wrestling i'm a wwe fan the ratings are not great I do think that they're better than the playoffs on some nights, Probably. on Monday nights. Uh, w- Arash, I'm talking like hundreds of thousands of people are watching. NBA That's crazy. Playoffs. Are you like, serious? Yes. Okay, but I'll, millions, hundreds of thousands. So WWE, with there's no fans. It's just not the same. And I think so. I think people are are realizing a Lakers game with Jack and Denzel and twenty thousand fans at Staples Center, and it's it's different than like in this weird 
sterile environment, but I don't know. It's also so much at once. Yeah. It's kind of like, you can't just sit in front of your TV all day. Mm. It's like, you could watch MLB, NHL, NBA yeah, right? all day long. Yeah. It's just a lot at one time. Yeah. And I think it's in a way a little overwhelming. That's a great point. Yeah, these are these are the days that I wish I had two TVs. Um, <laughs> I mean, we wanted sports for so long, and now yeah. we have all the sports all at once. I don't know. Speaking of not what to do, not knowing what to do, I feel like the Lakers were definitely lost. Um, we're obviously about to be watching the Lakers uh, play Portland again for Game Two, uh, very coming up soon. They just, I, I, and I'm not a Laker fan, but I kept saying. I'm not a Laker fan, but I thought that they'd be better than this, right? Like, I yeah. thought that he was going to put his game face on. I thought that, like, I was like, you know what? Like, those eight games that they played prior to this, you know, those were those were going to be games, whatever, great. You clinched, the, you clinched um, the first number one seed. You um, – those games are – those games are fluff games, whatever. You do your thing. I know. And then you get into the playoffs, you're going to have your game face on, you're going to be freaking like, you're going to balls to the walls, like, haul ass. Um, obviously not the case. So, everybody's well. on the Portland Laker game. And obviously, Dame right now Dame is time. the, yeah. Dame the, time. He is, time. he is showing that, I mean, listen. He's playing with, like, he's an amazing, he's a transcendent talent. I mean, when you drop 60 points in a playoff game, I mean, that's, that is a ridiculous, uh, you know, I think only two people have done that. If, you know, he's certainly one of the few guys who have. What the Lakers, like, they, they got to figure out if they can shoot the three. And if not, stop shooting 25 of them because yeah, that's going to be a problem. State, yeah, you can. So, and I think that they keep feeling that they're going to shoot themselves like out of this rut and. The problem with that is you're in the playoffs and you're shooting 25 times and you're, you're going to make five of them. I mean, come on. That's, that's just not going to work. Transition defense is horrendous. Um, there's been guys that they've missed. Like, Avery Bradley would have helped them. And I never thought he would be, like, the X factor for this team. But, like, in this series, he could be. Not having Bradley, not having Rondo could affect them to the point where Listen, I do think this series could go seven, and I do think in a game seven, Damian Lillard could go off. Because it's it's no number one seed has ever meant less than the number one seed in this playoffs. Because you you did not play all year to get the number one seed in Walt Disney World, which is what they what they have. So Dame could go off because in his mind, that's his home court too. So, and by the way, they're playing like. Damian Lillard's favorite song after he hits a big shot in, uh, like in game one. It's like it, it, it's not a home court. Like did they they could have done a little bit more. But by the way, and maybe the maybe they will in the conference finals. But like, there is no home court. They should when when they get to the conference finals and certainly in the NBA finals, bring up the home courts of the teams, bring up the PA announcers of the teams, get the cheerleaders tested, bring them out like. You got to have a little bit more of a home court than what we have right now. I know you can't do that in the first round, maybe not in the second round, but beginning in the conference finals, hopefully. Hopefully. I the virtual fans? Virtual fans? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, the, the Rockets have the, the, the whole yeah. dance team. That'd be cool. Yeah. On the boards. Well, that's, you brought up a really great uh, transitionary uh, topic. <laughs> 
uh, <laughs> a, a, no, a virtual fan. I love the like, virtual Are fans. you loving this? Are you hating this? Are you like, eh, I can do without this? I mean, like, they're pumping in the noise anyway, like, which is what we, like, all like, talked about, like, in the pre Do we think the players care? They don't care. They can't it, care. It's just more for us. It's more like every now and again they have a celebrity up there and right. they zoom into that. That's kind of fun. It's more of like. I think it's a fun interaction. It's a fun like, thing, right? Yeah. 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 I, think that, I think that they care more about like the like the cute little introduction thing. That was like, awesome. Like, that's that's freaking amazing. Yeah. Like obviously, like for those that aren't watching the NBA, you know. Apparently, apparently, a lot aren't. Hey, you you may have more people <laughs> tuning into your podcast. <laughs> We'll see. God, I hope so. That'd be amazing. <laughs> uh, so, uh, you know, obviously, but basically what we're talking about is that, you know, their kids are introducing um, them into the lineup and it's, or their family friends or they're like, they're, uh, I think uh, Booker actually, Devin Booker had his sister introduce him. Um, this is obviously during like the last eight, had him introduced um by a sister and it was it was really really cute and it's really cute to see that stuff on instagram too and just be like oh look at the support and like they can't see them here but anyways like just extremely sentimental and that obviously like helps them so much more than those stupid virtual fans obviously this is more <laughs> yeah sorry not stupid virtual fans none of you guys are stupid it's amazing good for you for being on there um but would you go? Would you go on there if they said, "Hey, we can"? You, but, but you, I think the thing is, you have to be in front of your com- computer for, for the entire game. Oh, yeah, for real. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, because they don't want to have like an empty seat, so like they're like you have to be in front of the computer. So, like the oh, you, so you're committed for the entire yeah. game. Yeah. Well, I mean, you you could you game. could leave, but yeah. then it's like I think there there's like an empty seat there, it's, which yeah. which we've seen before. Yeah. Do they have to pay for this? No. I know. So there's no. I think Nicole Ultra has um, yeah has sponsored it, where like you can like win a seat. Um, like I'm on a Clipper forum and like somebody won a, um, won a seat on the virtual fan, whatever thing on there. But even so, finding yourself in the virtual fans would be a little tricky. Yeah. I mean, it would be, I don't know. I just feel like me being up there would just be so weird. Like it'd be a good plug, I guess, but it wouldn't be like, I don't know. I'd be, I'd be okay with not being on there. <laughs> like I'm, I'm, fine. I'm fine with just watching you guys from, from home and, enjoying the, the the games that the entertainment that you've been providing um let's let's transition over let's just cut and transition over to lacrosse um and talk about what you were doing for almost a month <laughs> <laughs> three whole weeks here we go okay yeah, so um yes i've been working for the premier lacrosse league for i guess a year and a half now um, I came on just to help out wherever needed and then um, signed on to do all the in-game hosting for the 2019 season, which was the most fun summer I've ever had. We traveled from June 1st to September 21st, uh, started at Gillette Stadium in Boston, finished in Philadelphia um, for our championship game. And obviously things got a little derailed this year. So uh, we had to kind of figure out what to do, what made the most sense for players, what made the most sense to still put a product out, make sponsors happy, um, fan engagement, TV deals, all that stuff. So my bosses who are, you know, miracle workers in a sense, came up with this incredible plan to put together a two week fully quarantined tournament um, that aired on NBC, NBC Sports and NBC Gold. Uh, it took place from July 25th through August 9th. So we essentially took the Olympic window that didn't happen. Um, and it was a, again, a fully quarantined event. 
I did not make the trip. I stayed back and did um, videos for PLL betting because we signed a deal with DraftKings this year where people could bet on lacrosse for the first time ever, which was super exciting. Can you go into that really quick? Because, like, uh, again, to general camera, don't laugh. Like, how do I get into lacrosse betting? <laughs> like, gha has got, like, one I more sport that she can gamble on. I need to know. Dude, no it, was, it, was very, it was very, you know, basic, straightforward, spread, money, line, over, under. So, uh, okay. yeah, it wasn't anything too crazy. Okay. Yeah, we started people out. Damn. But <laughs> but definitely come back next season. I know. So are you guys gonna? So are you guys officially obviously gonna be on DraftKings? Or are you gonna be on any other? The DraftKings was a one year deal, so okay. it was it was just for this championship series. Um, I don't know what it's gonna look like next year. That's a great question. TBD. We'll keep you posted. There we go. <laughs> but yeah. keep, keep my account. Keep my account on the side. On the on. You you got it, girl. Yes. Um, but the numbers that came back were overwhelmingly positive. Um, every goal we had, we completely broke through. And uh, I think people loved it. Lacrosse, I, I was new to lacrosse when I started working for this league. I knew nothing about it. I shouldn't say nothing. I knew something about it. But I grew up in the Midwest, and it's just not as big as it is on the East Coast. Um, and a big reason that they put our headquarters in L.A. was to grow the game out West. Well, and also, like, there's a lot of great um, – so – Lacrosse actually is obviously it's brand new to the West Coast. It's new to anywhere but the East Coast, and there are so many great lacrosse players um, in high school oh, yeah. that are transitioning over and going into college and like getting full rides Absolutely. from LA. It's insane. Like it's the fastest growing sport right yeah. now. Um, I think a, a lot of that is due to you know the football concussion thing, and um, so a lot of people are moving over to lacrosse. It is so fast paced. It is super exciting to watch. Um, yeah, and all the goals are scored like at the top of the very hat too. quick, yes. Very fast. Uh, and this was fun because this year I actually got to watch the games. Last year I was in game hosting, so I was doing fan interactions and giveaways and dance cams and interviews. Um, and then I would literally go to the stats table in the fourth quarter and get as many stats as I could to see who we were going to interview right after the game because I always interviewed a player or a coach after the game, not watching the game, which is a little tricky. Yeah. So I uh, tried to get as much information as I could to then interview the players and coaches post game. So this year was the first time I actually got to sit down, watch the games. They're about two hours in length, but you feel like you've been watching it for 45 minutes. They just move so quickly. Um, it's very high energy. And it, it, like I said, it's the fastest growing sport and it is for a reason. Um, it's like but, you're watching football players without pads. Exactly. It's, it's, a, very, it's a cross quick. between basketball, hockey, a little bit of football. I don't know. It, it just combines so many things together. Um, I mean, you still get fights and body checks and it's got that physicality of hockey. It's got, you know, technicalities of NBA. Like it's just, it's so much fun. We actually had Drew Brees on our broadcast cause he's a huge fan of the PLL. His sons play lacrosse. Um, and he just raves about it. You'll ask him what his favorite sport is. And he says lacrosse. He says, honestly, that's my favorite sport to watch. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Um, what uh what how was what 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 was the COVID protocol for you guys like how stringent was it um, because obviously we're in these times like were were you in a bubble were you guys just like what was the protocol kind of that you had to deal with yeah so all of the players staff that went to Utah um, got a COVID test about forty eight hours before leaving and had to overnight their tests um, every. All but two, two or three, um, 
got cleared. So all came back negative aside from, I think, two or three tests. I think two were inconclusive and then mm. one was positive. So that was, I mean, out of about 350 people, wasn't too bad. Mm. So uh, once everybody got to the bubble outside of Salt Lake City, they were then tested, I believe once they got there, had a quarantine for 24 hours until test results came back. Um, and then we're, we had like a mini training camp the week before the tournament. So people were there actually about three weeks. Um, and then they got tested right before the tournament started. So there was three tests before this championship series even happened. Um, and we have an incredible medical staff that took every precaution and like planned out every little, I mean, there was a hundred pages of our medical protocol. So this was a very well thought out planned event. Um, and it, it definitely, you know, you can see that because we didn't have any positive cases throughout the entire tournament. Um, we were able to play every single game, every team stayed as long as they, you know, qualified to stay there. So the whole, the whole experience was very positive for the PLL. Um, and I think it was the planning that took place by, you know, our ops team, our medical team that made it a huge success. I mean, do you think it's also only because it was like only a two or three week process? Like, had you done what the NBA is doing or had you done know kind of what the nhl is doing it would have been a little bit more difficult absolutely um and actually we were the first league to announce what we were doing this summer before the nba before the nhl like we had this planned out ahead of everybody else but this is our second year as a league so you know you know we're still starting out i think if we were able to do a longer event we absolutely would have um obviously not having fans there was a huge blow but I think we did everything that we could have done, you know, under the circumstances and we put out an incredible product and the viewership like blew everything out of the water that we had um, projected or envisioned. So altogether it was very positive, but yeah, had we done something longer and bigger than I'm sure, you know, I don't know. It's hard to say if, if more cases would have come up, but obviously these bubbles are working well and, Granted, ours was a lot on a smaller scale um, and not as long in length, but it still all came out very positive. Not COVID tests. All right. Um, let's switch gears really quick. Actually, do you guys mind taking a really quick break? Because I kind of had a pee. Keep that in the podcast. <laughs> Look, oh, I normally do. I really got a pee. I have to use the lavatory. Is that better? <laughs> <laughs> All right. We are the sports right. bar. We will be right back um, after I go take a pee break. Deuces. All right. We're back from my pee break. <laughs> <laughs> I should have gone pee. Shoot. <laughs> we can almost do it again. Do you want to go to the bathroom? Okay. No, I'll okay. <laughs> You know, actually, um, a very famous uh, singer died from that. So you should probably not. their pee? Yep. No. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. What singer? Um, I'm blanking on her name. She. Um, it's also a sign of the times, by the way, I didn't because know that was a thing. Yeah, it's like um, you're with your bladder and stuff like that. It's Actually, just, it's not a good. It's just not. It's just not a good idea to hold back, it. Back to I know everything about nothing. There was a contest a few years ago to win uh, a Wii video game, and a mom died because the contest was to see how long you could hold your Wii. This is no, should not. So, so it was, uh, it was it was it was Billy it was Billy Holiday. 
What? Yeah, so Billie Holiday, she Billie passed. Holiday yes, died so, from holding her pee? Yes, so here's the reason why is because back when Billie Holiday was singing, uh, if you ever watched The Green Book, there are certain spots that like black people could go to to oh, use the restroom and they couldn't. Oh and so gosh. if you're talent and you're black, That's you terrible. had to actually use the outhouses and you couldn't terrible. use like the actual regular whatever the talent uses. And so she had to hold her pee for the whole. That's one of the main reasons. Well, granted, she drank a shit ton and whatever, but like that probably didn't adhere. Like it didn't help. But that's one of the reasons why she passed away. No way. So don't hold your piss. That's all I'm saying. No data. That's is awesome. this gonna make the podcast? <laughs> no. I think it should. I, I mean, uh, we can do a PSA on "Don't Hold Your Pee." So, <laughs> please don't cut this segment. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of editing going this on. Is in this. People to hear. Everyone should know this because I didn't. The the more you know, people exactly. sponsored by the know. sponsored by NBC slash the the sports bar. Um, Saturday mornings. Right <laughs> I do love that segment. Um, for all those that don't watch that. You need to watch it on Saturday, I believe. That's when they do the more you know. Uh, anyways, um, since since Kyle's going to hold it, we're going to talk about the NCAA. Let's go. Yeah, let's do it. Um, I actually just wanted to know all of, both of your thoughts on college football and just fall collegiate sports in general being postponed, I'm using quotation marks, um, by the Pac-12 and the Big Ten um, and, until at least the end of the year. Obviously, like we have a Rosh who went to USC. Um, I went Kayla, to you went to Mizzou, and there's oh he's holding up his little Trojan fight hat on. over M- there, M-I-C. fight on. Um, but <laughs> after more wine, I'll do my dances for you. That's right. <laughs> we have a whole I got other her, I got her to do a showback. You did. Shut up! Oh, oh dude. Okay, yeah. Well, showback has I'll seen do... the uh, Mizzou fights on. Right. Maybe, maybe I'll have to. We'll have to pop up with that one. That's right. Maybe we'll do shots in the very, very end. Oh jeez. A very, very, very end. Bum, bum, I'm talking bum, very bum, end. Bum, 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 bum. There we go. Um. Okay. So my, yeah. So what are your thoughts my going thoughts. back? Thank God, my team plays for the SEC. Is all I have to say ah. because I think this is absolutely ridiculous by the Big Ten and the Pac-12. Um, I don't know what else to say. Like, I think it's detrimental on so many levels. Obviously, I know Joe Burrow's come up a lot. Like, his senior year changed his entire life, and there's so many players who are going to be in that same position. Maybe I mean, I know that's very rare. So maybe not so many, but there's a ton of players who have a lot to show in these. Guys that come back for their fifth year and have worked so hard, like the Ohio State player that we all saw, like this is devastating. This so then, is absolutely devastating. So then my other my next my follow-up question is just recently, um the old miss coach, we all know who he is. That's right. Um uh the old miss coach just came up and said that we need to let these guys transfer. Like if they want to play, I do let these guys transfer. Yes. And they should all come to Mizzou because <laughs> God knows we need it. Right. Uh, no, but I hope that these players really are able should, to transfer yes. and play if, this fall. If they want to, yes. If they so, want yes. to. So that's, and that's the other argument, right, is these guys are not pros. This isn't the NFL. This is not the NBA. This is not the NHL. This is not even Major League Baseball. These guys have the opportunity to be like, hey, screw you. I make enough money. I'm good. I'm J.J. Watt. I make millions of dollars. I'm fine. I'm going to opt out this season. These kids don't this have is, that option. This is their future. Yeah. And and not only that, too, is that um, I know that Nick Saban was quoted saying, these kids are better off in this environment. And I actually just did an interview with um, the former athletic director of Michigan State, Dr. Merritt Norvell, and he was talking about the exact same thing, that a lot of these kids, they left to their own devices, 
they'll go off and rage. They'll go off and party. Like yeah. there's, we don't need another Aaron Hernandez situation. You know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. so what, what do we do? Like, do we, what do we do? Uh, you know, with all these kids that are no longer going to be playing in these two conferences, you know what? Obviously, the SEC is going to die before they don't they don't play football. <laughs> like, let's get real. The SEC is not the problem. The SEC is not the problem. I think I think it's a couple of things. I think as it relates to the Pac-12 and the Big Ten, I think a lot of this has to do with like the union those players wanted to start and they wanted to not even go down that road. Quite honestly, and it was a lot easier for them to just say like, "We're not going to play the season." Um, I think some of it has to do with anything, any liability, because I think we're, we, we still don't know about the novel coronavirus. And we, we say novel is like, we, we don't know what the long-term effects could be, whether it's a heart problem or whatever. That being said, I do agree that these uh, young men and women, and I'm going to like add all, all this. Yeah. If you were to say, we're going to, keep you within the safe confines of the campus and we're going to test you multiple times a week. We're going to feed you. You're, you're going to be safe here. I do think that they would be safer on campus in that environment if they were to set that up like that. I don't know if that's the plan for all of the campuses. There's a right way to do it. Yes. There's a right way to do it. And if that's the case, obviously it's a little bit, not a little bit, it's a lot better than them just, because listen, we've seen a lot of these younger men and women at this point, they're like tired of staying at home. So they're going out to clubs, they're going out to bars, they're dining off fresco. They're doing, they're living their life. If you're a football player and you're going back to campus, you're in a dining hall, you're in a dorm, you're going to practice, you're getting tested. Like, let's not get it twisted. These guys are still going to parties. <laughs> they're all, they're no, all listen, going they're, out drinking. I, I guess that I'm going to preface this like, if it's done the right way, no. I am for it. Um, like, if it's like. Well, they can go to like like if the Pac-12 were to come and play, and say, okay, well we 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 can test them or whatever. Testing doesn't do anything if you're going to Hollywood like every night. So like if it's done the right way, but at that point we really do need to have the conversation. These are not student athletes at that point. These are professionals, and they do need to be compensated because the fact of the matter is, if they're playing football games in front of a hundred thousand people. And whatever money that they get from those TV games, whatever money that they get from the ad sales, whatever they get from sponsorships, that is a conversation that needs to be had. And I think some of these conferences, the Pac-12 and the Big Ten specifically, don't want to really have that conversation. So I don't want to say they're not doing this from safety, but I do believe a part of this has to do with this sort of union and these players say, and they're 100% right, by the way. If they're saying... If you want us to come back and play, we'll play. But like, we'll let, we we need to have this conversation because obviously we're not just regular students at this point, and we've known that for years. At this point, so many of these Olympic sports depend on these football games happening. People don't realize that right now. They will realize that very shortly, and this is so sad that there's going to be so many Olympic sports that are going to be cut. If there's no football. Well, let's even transition over to that. You brought yeah. up a really great point. The Olympics, they've oh, been postponed yeah. as well to next year. Yeah. Are we thinking, yay, they're going to actually happen? Are we thinking this is not, there's no way on God's green earth? China actually has, obviously they were the epicenter of this virus. And China has 
dwindled their numbers. Like they've actually, I think that they've cut their numbers, right? Like I think that they're at a, um, yeah. they're at the, the point where like people can not necessarily come into the country, but like they can actually like live as a normal and functioning society. Um, do they open up? Do they sit there and say, yeah, sure. Like, I mean, I get it. I get the money factor. Let's not even, let's take the money factor out. Let's just be humans for like 20 seconds and bring that into the conversation of, Hey, we would just like to have these games for posterity and for a country and whatever. Do you think that this is actually going to come to fruition? Because I'm not going to lie to you, well, I don't think it's going I to. I think it's still too soon to tell. I, just like and with, I, with the cancellation of Big Ten and Pac-12, yeah. I think it's too soon to tell. And I think you're going to have a weird situation with the Olympics where, and this is going to get not just weird, it's going to get controversial, where I think you could have the Olympics, but are they going to, for example, say, we can have the Olympics, but the U.S., you're not invited? You know what I'm saying? I hope we don't get to that point because that would be really not right. But it does seem... It, 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 it could go along the lines of, like, what countries are allowing people to come in, you know. And so, again, too soon to tell. Hopefully we're not at that point. Hopefully we can say what are the coaches and the athletes that are going to come here, test, quarantine, come yeah. over. And that's the other thing, too, is at least the Olympics could, totally could do a – Yeah, exactly. The Olympics could have a bubble. Exactly. So I think the NHL can be successful. So can and that has been such a great blueprint, by the way. I mean, I thought – they would have had some positive. I mean, I, I just statistically speaking, I thought someone was going to test positive. Right. I mean, we've knock on wood gone through a heck of a run here where like no one's tested positive. Now it's going to get tested going into like after round one or two where like the family members and like other people are coming in, but so far so good. And I think it's proven that if it's done right, you can have that you can have sports. Well, and not to mention that so far down the road, like, I'm yeah. hopeful there will be a vaccine at that point. I hope what, so, too. I don't know right? what stance on is on vaccine. Yeah, positivity. Yeah, I mean, listen, <laughs> but it, it, like, it, I mean, they're talking about the end of the year, and, like, the Olympics would be the summer of 2021, right. so hopefully, yeah. I mean, we're hoping that fans will be back in stadiums by spring 2021. Yeah, so let's not start to cancel stuff in the summer of 2021 just yet, especially if it's happening in Japan, right? Is it uh, in Japan? Japan. No, no, it's Tokyo? it should be. To- well, is it in Tokyo? That was Tokyo. Isn't it in Japan? Um, I, thought, <laughs> I don't know. Well, it's we're, not in the U.S. It's, no. <laughs> it's going to be somewhere that's doing it this better than, uh, than we are, unfortunately, yeah. right now. So. People that actually have the information. Listen, um, as long as we have college football this fall, that's, really <laughs> that's all you should yeah, know. about the SEC, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I love it, though. You're in the now. You are in the I, now. I, just, I, I don't think we can live in fear. I I think we're living in fear right now, and I just I think we need to live our lives. And live it up. YOLO. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. It is in Tokyo. You're right. It is, it is in Tokyo. Um, Tokyo 2021. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed that little ditty, that little little Threes Company episode with Kayla Kinnearum and Mr. Arash Marakazi on the Sports Bar. I'm Jihei Wiley. Thank you so much for listening. Do not forget to follow both my guests on their social media platforms. They're on everything possible out there. Um, I believe Kayla is not on Facebook, uh, but she is on Instagram and she is on Twitter. And you can follow her at Kayla Kinnearum. Uh, that is K-A-Y-L-A-K-N-I-E-R-I-M on Instagram again and Twitter. 
Arash is on everything. So uh, if you look up Arash Marakazi, which is spelled A-R-A-S-H-M-A-R-A-K-A-Z-I. Arash Marakazi, he is on Facebook, Twitter, and of course, Instagram. Follow his weight loss story. It's pretty fucking amazing and incredible. Uh, he is definitely an inspiration to us all. Anyways, especially for all those that want to lose some weight, listen to his first episode actually on the sports bar. It's really inspiring. Anyways, we knocked on the door. We took a step that is true. The sports bar is here for you. I don't know how else to complete that. I'm trying to make a threes company reference. Anyways, uh, thanks again so much for listening, you guys. If you want, you can follow the sports bar also on Twitter, Facebook, and on Instagram. We're on Twitter at sports bar gals because Twitter sucks and they wouldn't give me that sports bar for some weird reason. But on all other forms of social media, we are at that sports bar. That is T H A sports bar on Facebook and on Instagram. Please give us a follow. If you are listening to us, we are on everywhere and ev- anywhere you find your podcast. That is Anchor, because they let us do this for free, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. If you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a review. Thank you again so much, you guys, for listening to the Sports Bar 213-ing it with Kayla Kinnearum and Arash Marakazi. We're going to play them out with a little bit more Jack Ripper. Thanks so much for listening, you guys. And don't forget to listen to my next episode. It's a doozy. It's fun. It's very impromptu. It was pretty fucking amazing. Anyways, thank you again so much for listening, you guys. I'm G. Hey Wiley with the Sports Bar, and we out. Deuces. I'm gonna knock on our door. We've been waiting for you. Where the kisses are hers and hers and kisses, please come for me too. Come and dance on our floor. Come and dance on our floor. Take a step that is new. Take a step that is new. Leave a lovable space that needs your face, please come for me too. Now that I'm on the roof, now that I'm on the roof, please come for me too.